to the new game Bullshit. My name is Jeffrey Wittenhagen, and I'm a published author-slash-writer. Video games, both old and new, are my passion. I recently had a successful Kickstarter for my NES collector's book called The Complete NES, and I'm currently doing a massive overhaul of my original book called Hidden Gaming Gems, uh, creating a new NES game to go with it. I also have tons of projects in the works. My blog is at hagensalley.wordpress.com, and I'm on a lot of forums as a Subcon 3. And we've got guys. Hey, hey. I'm big into uh, no death runs, high score runs, uh, collector of all things, vintage and retro. Uh, pretty much anything video game related. Also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins. And we've got Daria. Daria here, and I'm a collector and enthusiast of all things role playing. I also run a burgeoning YouTube channel which covers retro game review and indie game coverage. You can find that at youtube.com slash DariaPlays, T-O-O. Please call our number, leave a voicemail or a text message at 262-264-VGBS. Boku Dracula Kuin Times. Boku. Yes. Boku. Wasn't that like a drink back in the 80s or 90s? <laughs> it was like a Boku. Boku drink. Yeah, it was like a stylish, like, Sunny D type. It was like in a box. Was it in a, it was like a fruit juice cooler or something? Yeah. Richard, Richard yeah. Lewis did it. Richard no Lewis. recollection yeah. of this. Yes. Yeah, he, Richard Lewis, yeah, like the Fru Fru commercials. Like, <laughs> <laughs> high class. <laughs> they were the high class fruit drink. I was basically trying to get adults to drink, like, uh, Capri Suns and High C. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't understand me. I'd say, let's have a nice white grape raspberry Boku. We're adults. We can choose. Boku is adult. Adult flavors. There's no straw involved. We're talking full tab here. And can you believe she wouldn't even let me go to the juice box aisle? And she'd drive by the supermarket to see if my car was parked outside. I hear now she's seeing a juice box counselor. All I wanted was a Boku. Boku fruit juice cooler from McCain. Is that too much to ask? Trick with a Capri Sun. I just flipped it upside down and stuck the straw through the top. Everyone always had trouble putting it through the little <laughs> pre-made straw hole. It was like impossible sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Random. All right. Random. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a pretty crazy week. <laughs> yeah, I started playing this one actually a few days ago, so I just gave it a, a few days run. When when did you guys start playing this one? Um, I started that first weekend where I did my first playthrough uh, and died at the last level and put in a password or t- jotted down the password. And then when I went to play it again, it starts you like a few levels back, but then I played it again. So two days. I um 
true to my usual procrastination, I started last night. Nice. <laughs> and got as far as pretty much the middle of the game. Nice. Cool. Uh, speaking of last night, Kyle, uh, we made our debut on Game Strategy One's channel last night for the VGBS podcast. All right. So, good. Our official and welcome to the Gamesters <laughs> group. <laughs> they should be uh, listening to this episode too then, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Gamester for sure. Yeah, we appreciate the uh, allowing us to, uh, you know, come on his website and spread our filth everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Only we can. <laughs> Spreading our gaming knowledge. <laughs> that sounds better. That, that's a much better description. <laughs> I like spreading our filth. <laughs> I mean, really, all you have to do, Daria, is just look look at some of our history and <laughs> you'll see the true filth that we've spread to VGBS podcast. <laughs> Pissing people off. You've been so well-behaved since I've started. Nah, not really. I, if you recall our <laughs> original episode, uh, 31. Oh, yeah. yeah. We couldn't even air that one. That's <laughs> Our, our lost episode. <laughs> That's actually a first, an episode that we couldn't air for VGBS podcast. <laughs> That's so awesome, though. She brings out the, the best or the worst. Or yeah. the worst. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nothing wrong with that, though. <laughs> yeah. This game was really long, though. So speaking of that, this game that we have for the homework, as the title of the episode will say, is Kid Dracula for the Famicom. Um, as Kyle alluded to at the beginning, it's called Akumajo Special Boko Dracula Kun. <laughs> and it's literally translated as the Demon Castle Special I'm Kid Dracula. So that's why when you see these repros of the game, they'll put like I'm Kid Dracula in the freaking title. And I always thought that looked retarded myself. What would you prefer it said? Just says Kid Dracula. I'd be fine with okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the Game Boy. The Game Boy one is just Kid Dracula in the U.S., right? Yes. And I would be fine with them having the same title on both, but that's just me. Now, I was curious: is the Game Boy game the same, just in black and white, or is it different? No, it is not the same. Yeah, I was curious too. I was actually going to ask. <laughs> yeah, it's um the the Game Boy one is is the sequel actually. Okay. Yeah. It was it was released three years after the Famicom one, something like that. So um, I guess I'll lay the since I'm already kind of already doing it. I'll I'll continue laying the the wallpaper for Kyle, so that way I can get groundwork. Give him a nice uh, tapestry to work with here. <laughs> so Kid Dracula, um, or I'm Kid Dracula, is a platformer classic Konami style released. Only in Japan for the Famicom. Uh, it was released in 1990. Uh, the game was never localized outside of Japan, um, but did get a fan-created translation in 2003. Uh, it's generally considered a parody of the Castlevania series, kind of like how Splatterhouse on the Famicom is considered a parody of the series. Yeah, and I wanted to throw in here... No. Perfect spot. I noticed Konami has, as far as I know, three parody games. The Konami YY World, and then you have Parodius, mm -hmm. which is like a Gradius shmup, but it's like a parody. And YY World has like a lot of Konami characters in it, and uh, it's like a side-scroller. One and two. And then, yeah, and then it's got this game, too. 
So this is like another parody Konami type game. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like back then they were pretty, um, you know, aware of their own <laughs> style, and they just would parody themselves. Mm-hmm. I always remember being the um, what is the octopus in Parodius? Hilariousness. Oh yeah. Well, they're very much fan service games. Yeah. You know. And, and the giant moy head, he's flying that around too. <laughs> Proteus is amazing though. Oh yeah. If anyone hasn't played it out there, like pick that up. Then. I definitely have that one CIB as well. Whereas I oh, do yeah. not for Kid Dracula. Never picked that one up. Um, so obviously the developer and publisher of Kid Dracula is Konami. Um, it had two composers. It was uh, Shinji Tasaka and Satoko. Minami. So, I mean, I probably butchered the last name of um, Shinji, but that's okay. I'm generally okay with it. I just can't say uh, Daria for some reason. <laughs> we're, 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 we're white people. We can't say Japanese names. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Americans have terrible time doing that. Um, Kid Dracula is only a single-player game, uh, so there's no multiplayer or anything like that. Generally, the... Um, Reviews for it when it came out were mediocre. It got like 25 out of 40 in the Famicom huh. magazine. That's surprising. Weird. Very, very weird. Um, I guess maybe parody wasn't that popular in Japan. They're more of a serious culture. Yeah, that could be. I'm just trying to justify it without knowing any background, which is always fun. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, let's see. There, uh, the soundtrack for Kid Dracula was actually released on a Famicom Best of, uh, the Volume Three of it, released in 1991, um, and that actually also has YY World Two on it, which is pretty cool. Little, uh, you know, tie together with what you were saying. It's pretty awesome, actually. Little parody treats. Yeah, yeah like uh, the other the other game on there is. AI Senshi Nicole, which was a Famicom, uh, more like just the top down of Blaster Master, the top down levels. That was I Senshi Nicole. It was on the Famicom Disk System. Uh, pretty cool. Oh, I never played that. Um, also, uh, episode 62 of Game Center CX uh, plays through the Famicom version of this game. Yep. So oh. it's a good episode too. And you should watch it if you haven't. So those of you that are new listeners, uh, we've talked about Game Center CX before, and essentially it is a Japanese video game show where a comedian terribly plays games, typically on the Famicom, not always, but uh, plays through games terribly, and it's been going for 15 seasons now. Now, don't they have the tie-in video game? The tie-in video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's talking about the... Oh, um, God, I can't think of the name of that. The, the collection. Retro Game that, Master. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Game, Game Center CX had three video games released for, for it. Uh, one was... They're all called Game Center CX in Japan. Uh, the first one was released for the Nintendo DS and was localized. Yes, yes, that's the one I love. That game's awesome. Uh, part two was also on the DS and is just as amazing. It's actually maybe even a little bit better than the first one and did receive an English translation. So um, that one actually is available. Wait, which one was that was the one that was released here? Uh, the second one was not released here, but did receive a fan translation. Okay. Um, okay and yeah. that one actually covers some Super Nintendo style parodies and Game Boy style ones as well as the typical Famicom ones. And it also has the original games on it as well. Some of the original games, not all of them. Well, I know that has the first one had uh, Guardia Quest, which was the Dragon Quest clone. Yes. And then the second one has Guardia Quest 2. Yes. And it's somebody's translated it all. 
<laughs> yeah, I've been getting, I've been, I've been meaning to download that because I love the first game. Yeah, the, the irony with part two was, is I actually bought a reproduction of it on a cartridge. And when I got it and plugged it into any of my DS or 3DS systems, it doesn't work. It doesn't recognize it. Aww. And he said, oh, well, it's it only works in this one version of the one DS. Like, okay. and I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? How the fuck do I get this thing to work? I think it was like the DSi or something. And oh, I, was, God. I was like, a one. yeah, <laughs> so like, and not the DSi XL that I had the giant screen on. No, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but the third game, and I have not played the third game of uh, Game Center CX. It was released for the 3DS and I heard it was trash. I heard it was really oh. bad. I heard that they, it wasn't by the same developers. The first two, they tried to do some other stuff and it was just like very poorly done. So that's, sad actually because i enjoyed the first two so much like probably my favorite games on the ds i would agree with that my god um it's almost like we need to like buy kyle a ds so we can we can play that game for <laughs> <laughs> like we'll play each mini game as a homework or something. that'd be amazing <laughs> um so back to uh kid dracula so i can finish painting the wallpaper what i'll do is i'll read the um the wikipedia storyline so the self-proclaimed Demon King, Kid Dracula, has awoken from a long sleep only to discover that the demon Galamoth has challenged him. Swiping his father's cape, it is then up to Kid Dracula to set out on an adventure to destroy the monster and retake his throne. After battling through dangers and demons, Kid Dracula eventually defeats Galamoth. This causes him to become famous throughout the land with all the monsters in Transylvania showing up at his castle wanting to be his friend. <laughs> That's the game. Aww. It's very cute. The irony was is that when playing it, like I remember nobody really knew if we were playing as Dracula or you were playing as Alucard. I assumed it was Alucard. That was what I was going to say. Because your kid, Dracula, I always thought that too. You were Dracula. Yeah, is it Dracula the kid or Dracula's kid? Yeah. Well, plus the thing is he has white hair. Which is Alucard. Alucard has white hair. That's why I always thought it was Alucard was because of the visual. And it was they were both done by Konami. It's a very distinctive hairstyle. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty badass. (laughs) And um, the thing is, like, Alucard games. So he's in this one. He's in Castlevania 3. When you... Vitamus boss, and then he can join your party. And then he's in Symphony of the Night. Is there anything else? Um, he may be after that in one of the DS games, but it, if so, he's not necessarily playable. I don't know, though. Like, I could be completely off on that one. Um, let's see. Because it says here there's some references to Boku Dracula Kun in Castlevania Symphony of the Night as Kid Dracula is a reference to Alucard, protagonist of Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. And Galamoth does make a cameo in Symphony of the Night, the end boss, hmm. which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Alucard is Dracula backwards, if anyone didn't. For the two people uh, who didn't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the three <laughs> the people. three who people who didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Hammer movies, the Hammer yes. Dracula movie, did that. Thank it you. wasn't just... Yeah, that's where it started, uh, and then there's a movie called Alucarda, which is uh, maybe 70s horror flick, too. Yeah. Okay. That, that mentions that that's with the chick in it. Pretty awesome. Interesting. Symphony of the Night, though. Check it's that a masterpiece. Out. It's, a, it's like an RPG, but it's like a side-scroller. You know, just... I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I do own it. I have not played it. 
that was like one of my very few Craigslist uh, pickups. Nice. Yeah, th- there's no way that we would be able to uh, realistically get that done in a week or two. I could talk about it at length because I've I've already beaten it like three times. I've I think I've beaten it like half a dozen and two hundred plus percent of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can get more. But the thing is, is for you, uh, Daria, I don't think it would be <laughs> realistic. It's a long road. Yeah. No, it's it's a long road. It's, it's a very long road, and it's so fun <laughs> that you don't want to take shortcuts. <laughs> right. Yeah. But one thing you could do. I could play it in the meantime and then just tell you guys, like, hey, I finally beat it. Exactly. That would be well yeah, worth it. Yeah. As an RPG person, you, you just got to check it out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just really Symphony cool. of the Night is why Metroidvania has the Vania in that when, when you call games Metroidvania. That's why it's Vania is because of Symphony of the Night. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not because of the NES games. No. No. Yeah, it's just so gorgeously gothic. It's just amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Gorgeously gothic. Yeah, it's such a pretty game. It really is. <laughs> the music, the graphics. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Elkhart. To me, yeah, this is like a parody, and you're Dracula's kid, and you're like, like running around, like in his little adventures. You know. <laughs> That's how I see this game. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, it's it's definitely an interesting parody for sure. Yeah. They they changed Dracula though, like. So Dracula he used to have the black hair like classic, but then in Symphony of the Night didn't he have like long like gray hair? Yep, he was more like gothic looking. Yeah, I mean, well like, they're they're going with the um uh, oh god the movie version like Bram Stoker and stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yep, Gary Oldman's Dracula. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the Gary Oldman style. I mean, yeah, they very well could be because he does look a lot like. And that's a very iconic, ver- that movie is very iconic now. Yeah. You know? It's aged well. A lot of them have. I still watch Nosferatu. I love that one. Yep. It's like 1920s. Yeah. Six or something. I don't know. I something don't know crazy the exact like year. <laughs> 1920s. <laughs> or 30s. Yeah. It's, yeah. I no, think it's 20s. It's, it's definitely it's 20s. Early. I think it might even be earlier. Is it? For, no- for Nosferatu, I thought it was I'd like say 12. I would say twelve. You know what? Why? Why are we arguing about this? Let me just. Oh, look I'm, it up. I'm looking it up right now. Twenty-two. All right, there you there go. go. See twenties. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a timeless thing. Yeah, I can silently look up stuff while we record. So I'm unfair in that advantage. <laughs> it's good to have that resource. Oh yeah. I was also thinking like it, this reminds me of like Mario three type games, like games that um, when Mario 3 came out, there's like really solid side-scrollers with like big sprites and really mm-hmm. colorful like uh, Wacky Races, um, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. That's a, that's enormous sprite. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, that's I, a little ridiculous. I checked it out. It's up to 100 now. Oh, oh my Lord. god. Because someone bought up all the, 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 the cards. You saw the NES thread. The guy's like, oh, my one friend hit, you know, all the all the web stores at the same time and all the eBay auctions. It's like, your friend's an asshole. <laughs> so it's like creating false demand because well, yeah. really it's not rare. It's only rare because someone's hiding all of yeah, and here And here's the, the real irony is that if you're doing that for like a, um, I don't know, an investment purpose or to manipulate the market, there are so many collectors that are sitting on multiple copies of multiple games that who's to say that after you buy them all up, that uh, JD over at in Indiana, who's sitting on seventeen copies of the game, doesn't just pop up and put it put it down. <laughs> Forget collectors. 
There are so many little brick and mortar stores peppered all over the U.S. that these guys just sit on like rooms full of games. That too. With the jacked up eBay prices. Yeah, no one's going to buy it because why don't you just go online? It's like moot almost to price it that way. Yeah. You can buy it at your leisure and not even have to leave the house. So make make me like, you know, a deal here. Make me feel like, at least make me feel like I got a deal. Oh, well, that's, yeah, yeah. that's another topic altogether. Yeah, I'll say, I think, oh, I, I think Kyle's yeah. getting off on a, on a random tangent. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> I, and I completely agree with you, Kyle. It's I, I, like, if I I'm going to too. shop, if I'm going to drive to your store, make it worth my while. I, yeah. And I love there are people that will argue, but, oh, you want to support your local store and you want to pay them a little extra just for the privilege of shopping there. And it's like, no, I don't. Mm-mm. That's not how they can keep it in demand. Mm-mm. I mean, I might be an asshole, but no, I don't. I, I, if I'm going to come to your store, you give me a reason. Big not time. just because of the, oh, it's the environment is cool. Yeah, and that's that's what that disc replay, um, for a while, I, they their prices went up. But for a while, they would make sure to price them below um, just because... They want to turn over the game, you know. They they want to make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they don't want to sit on it. That's my thing too. Like I kind of want to get rid of it. I I, I got more stuff coming in. Like let's move this shit. Well, yeah. I don't understand the 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 thought process where you mark the stuff up and you're just sitting on it for years. Well, here here's the thing, Daria. Here's the thing, and why you're not being an asshole, because all game stores, if they're smart and they're supposed to be a business, correct. Mm-hmm. They should be buying stuff for nothing, for super cheap. They should be getting everything in lots. They're not paying eBay prices, so right. the fact that they're marking things up above eBay is unacceptable because that means they're just trying to milk even more profit out of their customers. Um, most people that have half a brain realize this, and that's another reason why they're not going to go to these brick and mortars if they're pricing things retarded or not pricing them. And looking it up on eBay when you take it to the counter, I've seen that. Right. That's that's unsatisfactory. What the places that I go to that I'll frequent are the places like where I used to live, where I would go there. The dude's like, "Hey, come out and check. Go go behind the counter. Go in my warehouse. Here's all my games and stuff." And then he cuts you super deals, and you start bundling stuff together. He starts, you know, you basically are getting things for two thirds to three quarters of of prices online. And he's also making money. And that's it. The trick to that, though, is buying in bulk. Well, yeah. Because you're not going to get that deal getting one one title or, you know. Yeah, once they know you're like a high roller, then it's it's kind of like the floodgates get let down and you can yeah. go in the back. And that, that happened to me at that video palace. The guy gave me like 300 sleeves, <laughs> NES sleeves for free. He just came, he came out with this huge garbage bag. I mean, I never laughed so hard. Like, it was huge. And he's just like, here, dude. Because I had given him so much money, just like you were saying, you were like in, like when you're in, you know. Well, there's the money aspect, but there's also the social aspect because you know they are brick and mortar. You can go there and talk with the with the the owners, yep. and yep. generally they're pa- as passionate as we are about games. The the really greedy ones and they stick out like a damn sore thumb aren't um <laughs> those guys are in florida and they go out of business yes. that's why we have no stores well, why, do, why do you th- why do you think i right. bought them all out with when <laughs> i went there and milked that in freaking south florida when i lived out there for three years oh that's right yeah you got some good finds oh my on god 
yeah. <laughs> bulked up my collection nicely down there. Um, but the thing is, though, is that you know they're working with you, so they might give you a good deal on one item if you're a frequent person that comes in there just to talk with them. I mean, sure. I mean, you had the the guys from uh, Reaction Games out in uh, South Bend. Those guys were like so cool that they would invite me over to like their New Year's party where they're like playing beer pong and having Smash Brothers tournaments and stuff. <laughs> and like off hours just hanging out and we're all drinking and BSing and you know, and whenever they got in good stuff, they would call me because they knew like some of that obscure stuff that the normal gamers aren't going to buy, I mm-hmm. might be interested in. And that's why I call true first dibs because you got first dibs before it hits the shelf. Yeah, because I, I got like a call and it was stuff that was just sitting in their back and it was like Commodore 128 computer. And they're like, we'll, oh, never, that's nice. we'll never be able to sell this and it's too big to package up and sell on eBay. Otherwise, you're going to get eaten alive for shipping fees. I'm like, oh, okay. And thinking about it, if I had a store, I got store space. So if I can find a seller pronto, then I can just get rid of this fucking thing and put something else in its place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's there's a social aspect to it. But you can't go in there and expect to be nice to somebody and, and they're going to give you shit for free. That didn't happen. No, no, of course not. They're running not. a business. However, if they have any common sense, they realize you're passionate about it. I mean, if they're shrewd... They will definitely talk with you. Uh, Being an antisocial small business owner for a video game store, which there are plenty around Kyle's house, um, is a bad idea because you are losing out on lots of repeat customers. I mean, I know Video Palace that Kyle's talked about, uh, the son ended up taking over and the guy was a complete antisocial turd to the point where some of my buddies went with me and they were pissed off when they left the place they're like oh i'm never coming here again and it's like they're retro collectors like they're the his yeah that's that's your business and it's no wonder why kyle's gonna go into video palace in a year and he's going to you know see that the same games that he's seen for 10 years on the show there's no movement (laughs) and uh he almost expects it kind of like a flea market atmosphere because i i made deals with him Mm -hmm. but i don't think other people are like i don't know to say what the word would be shrewd or cunning or i don't even know but just have the balls to be like no like can we bundle this or can i get like a discount if i get a certain amount because i'm just not feeling this right now (laughs) and then then he's like yeah i mean that's the thing i don't know if people like (laughs) no no we 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 definitely asked and he said no (laughs) he's like really we can't work out he's like no that's what he did. So like, son. He didn't even like work. He didn't talk. All he said was, "No, just don't buy it." That's what he told my buddy. Just don't what buy a dick. it. And we were like, "Are you kidding me?" And the but the buddy that I'm talking about is a police officer and wanted to kill him. <laughs> and I was that like, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I got a hilarious picture afterward when he was trying to binge himself on White Castles. So it made for a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like maybe it's because I knew him, or maybe he's pissed off that day, or maybe he changed his little ways. No, you were five years know. before that. So <laughs> yeah, I was gone once I I swooped in, got my shit, and like I was out. Yeah. You know what? Some 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 collector probably came in and bought up a bunch of his stuff at some, and he got butt hurt that they turned around, and resold it or something. Exactly. Mm, you know, he got yeah. his pride worked up in that. 
smacked up. Probably for years, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, he was he was sitting there holding that grudge until you guys came in there. <laughs> Shit, he's still he's still home. sitting there holding that grudge. It didn't change. It was Kyle actually. <laughs> it may he have been been. grudge for five years. Getting, getting dusty diamond softballs from him for a dollar, pissing him off. <laughs> Once all the games like escalated in price, he's like, "What the fuck? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? Who bought up all my games? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I just got farther in Kid Dracula than I did last night. All right, oh. <laughs> cool." <laughs> Half paying attention, I'm doing better. Yeah, like current updates. I'm at the Statue of Liberty. Um, it's like a game show. It's oh, hilarious. this is the, this is the question one. Yeah, yeah. So that is one thing to to actually uh, note about King Dracula is that the English translation is only needed for that boss where they ask you the quiz questions. Uh, you can definitely get through it with your trial and error but, or looking on Wikipedia. But, I mean, if you want to play it full-blown... Oh, I'm going to ask you the questions. Don't ask me. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it's BCCA or something. For the- <laughs> I don't even know. Hilariousness, though. Oh, and you have to compete against other people. Yeah, the game show part. The, the first level yeah. boss. And the mini games. I think there's some text in there, but you don't really need it. Yeah. So yeah, there's that too. Oh, and these aren't questions. I thought these would be Castlevania questions, and they're not. No, they're about the levels and things. Like, where am I from? And you know, one of them's like New York. One am I located? The other one is where am I from? And it's uh, France donated the Statue of Liberty. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Guam is more southern than Edo, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Ding. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, the first level is like your, 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 <laughs> your classic like Castlevania in the castle. Yeah, it's like Castlevania One almost, mm-hmm. like the very first level of Castlevania One, just in a parodies type way. There's even the the things that like try to crush you, the spike crushers. Yeah, yeah, the classic spike crushers. Um, those are also yeah. in Double Dragon Two, and I always call in them Contra. in Contra. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> And then at the end is the very controversial boss. What do you think about that, Daria? Oh, the uh, the KKK guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, at first, wild. it was the little one. I was like, I was like, oh, that ghost looks like a little racist. And then <laughs> you kill him, and the big one comes out. It's like, oh no, he he was a racist. <laughs> he ain't fucking around now. Papa's pissed. Yeah. The Grand Wizard is here. <laughs> yeah. And the, I guess the backward swastika is like a mangi. I guess it's called. Oh, was like, it? And, I didn't even notice it was backwards. That's sad. Yeah, and like Zelda, <laughs> you didn't even notice. Um, <laughs> I the, notice. First, the, the first Zelda, though, like level three, the maps. That's how yeah. I know it's, it's called a Mangi because it, it was called that in the instruction book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit, that's a swastika!" Oh, Kyle the Mangi. <laughs> now, now, let's not talk about his Mangina. Let's talk about his Mangina <laughs> tonight. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah. I guess in Japan, though, it's not like they don't see things in the way that's like controversial well the, the manja is just like a good look charm yeah it's like way different like for us it's like oh my god you know but to them they're like what well it's, it has a different meaning in japanese culture you know what the irony is is that the kkk bosses um is replicated in the sequel on the game boy uh and actually really? after you beat the second one a third guy comes out and it's an old man with a cane and you can't hurt him and he goes across <laughs> the screen once and then he falls over and has a heart attack and dies that's awesome <laughs> and, and then like the little kid like drags him off the screen 
<laughs> so hilarious. Uh, and the music when they die. <laughs> it's like perfect, yeah. though. It really is. <laughs> it's just so funny when he falls over and dies. <laughs> it's so, so sad. The, the irony was is that part two is way effing harder than the Famicom one. Like, I can't get past the second level. You know, when I was playing it last night, I was getting frustrated. I was like, this is hard, this is hard. And then I'm, once you are kind of used to the level and you familiarize yourself with what you're supposed to do, it's not hard at all. Mm-mm. And the big thing, you can shoot up. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can shoot up. <laughs> a lot of people don't think about My shoot controller up. was, uh, I'm playing it on an emulator, as always. Uh-huh. And I guess I had my controller map for some other game, didn't even realize it. I was shooting up by default. Nice. And I actually had to crouch to shoot across. Weird. And I, th- I was okay. like, maybe this is the way the game's set up. This is a little oh. different. Yeah, this is but- fucked up. <laughs> oh, Lord. And then you couldn't shoot down then at that point, because you can shoot down as well. You have no, to. you can't shoot down. Yeah, you can. You have to jump. And oh, then- you got to jump and hit down. You got to jump. Uh, yeah. It's useful. No, I could still do Very that. useful. Because I could still hit- jump and hit over. Um. I could jump and hit down. I just just standing there, it defaulted to up. It was weird. Random keys. I <laughs> yeah, I, I played the first three levels with the controllers messed up before somebody in the stream is like, um, it's not supposed to be doing that. Oh shit! Yeah, I. Uh, oh okay. Well, you got pretty far. Then. I played. Yeah. I played mine on my uh, Famicom uh, on the EverDrive. I didn't play it on the Xbox Arcade or anything because it's for some reason that game is not on my Xbox Arcade. Original Kid Dracula is that's how I was playing the original, or not the original, the sequel. So I was playing the Game Boy one. Okay, these ant lions are assholes. The ant lions. It's the Egypt level. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that that level is badass, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you beat each level, you get a special ability. Yes. And it's kind of that reminds me of, like the Mega Man aspect. <gasps> you know what? Um, that's somebody was again in the the stream last night. Somebody was looking at it like the, you know this. I know it's konami and i know it's castlevania but this is like konami's like let's do a Mega Man game did you guys see the construction um helmet guys mm-hmm. they're like yeah so there's the classic Mega Man. they're actually really small in Mega Man, but they have the yellow construction hat and they have like a cross in the middle like a crosshair okay they're called me tools yeah that guy's in this game he's in the later level mm-hmm. i remember i remember seeing him so that's weird. There, there were a few um, weapons that we that you get that I didn't use at all, except for like the ice weapon. I never used that except for the one boss at the last level, like the first the first boss. <laughs> There's th- yeah three bosses. You have to use the ice. You can't hurt them without it. Yeah. So now when you press the 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 B button, you normally shoot a fireball, and if you hold down, you charge to do a special attack. And pressing the select button changes your special attack. So at the end of each level, you get one. Uh, you get a big fireball first. And it should be noted that the special attack garners a coin every time you kill an enemy, which can be used after the levels in the bonuses as well. Yes. yes. Yeah. Super important. Great point. That's how you milk continues in lives. <laughs> so the, the ones you get, there's like a big fireball. There's like a spread fireball. There's like an explosion fireball. Uh-huh. Um, then you get your bat transformation, which is classic, Alucard. Uh-huh. And then you get the reverse gravity, which is awesome, the upside down. Yes. Kind of like Gunstar Heroes in the minecart level. Uh-huh. 
So those which are the actually, five what is the later on the robot boss, uh, the walking robot boss? Like if you use the anti gravity, it's super easy boss fight. If you don't, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah, totally noted that he's big time easy. I think it's the level before the last. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just like some of those bosses like and you know you know what's really interesting is that my first playthrough of the game I got the little um skeleton poking mini game and I got mm-hmm. that like three or four times in a row and yep. I ended up with like 50 guys because I because <laughs> I kept winning it um, that's awesome and that's the way to do it apparently I still lost all my lives by the time I got to the second boss in the last level I'm <laughs> just saying, that's how brutal it gets near the end. The going up the elevator shaft at rapid speed in space, that part I died a lot in, as well as uh, getting the timing down for the first mini-boss in the final level. My god. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that memorization. I remember Arena was going crazy. <laughs> that was when he was like couldn't beat that part. I got stuck there. don't think I watched that episode yet. Now I'm going to have to. It's really good. games there's like a a gamble one a dancers one a tumbler <laughs> one and then the swords one the, the dancers one's my favorite because you gamble on what color the girl's panties will be oh my i have yet to see that <laughs> i lost all like because i got that one after the the stabby the stabby skeleton one and i lost every time <laughs> like i can't guess the damn color of the panties <laughs> I mean, J- Japan's really weird. They have like vending machines with like schoolgirls' panties, like used. You can buy. <laughs> they, they got their own thing going over there. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's that's something about that. It's kind of like perverted. Splatterhouse for Famicom has like some perverted parts too, a little bit. That's <laughs> funny. It's like little parody games perversion. Yeah, so adult like craziness going on. Oh, the freaking panty mini game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Konami. Glad we mentioned that. Oh, Konami. and I think we just realized why it wasn't localized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got the KKK guys, panties. Yeah. Uh, they could easily yeah. change that. Yeah, they they could. Well, yeah. Now, in level two, I could have swore the Magical Chase, which is Konami. Is Magical Chase a Konami game? Um, I don't See, know. See, I thought she looked more like um, just Samantha from Bewitched. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a, a witch. Yeah, but it's it probably looked similar. I think they're going more for pop culture because, you know, they got the Frankenstein monsters and they have like the Jason mm-hmm. 
Rick Splatterhouse guys. You're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, Jason. Those, those guys were cool. Yeah, there's, there's definitely cool. a lot of pop culture references. Yeah, and yeah even probably having just a whole similar. game series about Dracula in general, you know. Yeah, there, there's no Konami references, but f- to Magical Chase. Oh shit! Okay, I'm then running from totally... an Indiana Jones ball. Yeah, and not doing very well. <laughs> Gotta love the Indiana Jones ball. That's in so many games too. Um, uh, Ducktales has that in the Amazon level, mm-hmm. like the little ball. Well, that makes sense because Ducktales in. Uh, DuckTales is funny because DuckTales, Indiana Jones actually kind of referenced the original uh, comics, and then DuckTales went and said, well, we're going to reference Indiana Jones. Yeah, and proof of that, DuckTales uses the same font. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Mm -hmm. But it is really cool that they actually had the boulder run in Kid Dracula. Just interesting little tidbits. Yes. Yeah, definitely really cool. And yeah, so so the the witch is... not from magical chase is not associated with konami there's not nothing saying though that there wasn't some programmer that was associated with both but you never know at that point yeah and the level she's in the pyramid level mm-hmm. um there's the boss is like a sphinx like a life force yes i definitely thought life force and that's a konami game that boss was very interesting when i was fighting it because it was like constantly um knocking me off the platform like like maybe four or five times, and then when I went after it the next time, there was it didn't throw out one ball, it like glitched or something. Huh. So it didn't, it, like I didn't have to dodge it all, so then I destroyed it. It was just very, nice. very interesting because the first five times, I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to beat this boss at all. Like, it, I keep dying. Um, and it's like random how it was shooting those little bubbles or the balls. Bubbles. Yeah. It was so weird. They're bubbles. Yeah. yeah like, the the bubbles. And What's up with the bubbles? Yeah. The, the sixth time, though, like there was no bubbles. So I'm like, did the Very game weird. like do an NES style glitch where it just didn't reproduce the tiles, or was it some kind of difficulty thing where if you die so many times, you it eases up on you? It's definitely possible. Yeah, because that. Oh, well, there's um, the Sphinx. Because that, yeah. that final. There are the fucking, bubbles. Yeah, good luck. That final fucking boss, though, my god. I thought that the big giant robot head was going to be harder than it was, but the, the final boss was like you. Who are, shoots out the lightning bolts? And, you, and like you have to line up underneath them in order to hit. Yeah, them you got to stand between them, and you barely can miss the freaking shot. And it's like it's got to be right on. My God. <laughs> yeah, uh, stage seven, the stage after the one Dara is playing with the pyramid. There's like a dinosaur type boss with a sword. Mm-hmm. He's pretty tough, but I found if you use the bat form to get away. And then you land and get a few shots off and then get back in the bat form and go, you know, to the other side of the screen. That's the best way to kill him. Interesting. I don't remember yeah. my tactic on the that boss. Because isn't she, doesn't she have the, um, the column still to go up? Yeah, so once you get to level 7, you start in the pyramids and you go up to space. Huh. Yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. Oh, so she hasn't went to space yet. Good luck. Yeah. No. That's where the final password takes you to <laughs> on this game. <laughs> that's where you start for the final password. So once you get there, like that's a point where if you put in the password, you'll start right there. That's the beginning of every playthrough if you want to beat the game. <laughs> and how, how far is that from the end? Like uh, you have you have that level, uh, the, sh- the flying clouds and ships level. And then the final boss rush, fucking insanity. And stage eight's like a pirate ship. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, like and you flying gotta jump ships. on clouds. Yeah, the yeah, the I love ships, how very level. different each level is. 
Yeah, there's nothing that's really, like, repetitive. No. You know? It's very much kind of, like you said before, like a Mario 3 mm-hmm. with all the different themes. Yeah, those are, like, my favorite kind of platformers. And and if you, if you really think about it, the game does have a decent and fair increase in difficulty. Like, the first yeah. level's super easy, and then it's... Yeah, it's it like an introductory. Up. And it ramps up, though, mm-hmm. and that, that last level is a character builder. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I don't know if, like... And you, right now, Dara, you haven't gotten to the climbing up the super fast shaft yet in space? I just defeated the Sphinx. Okay. Um, which, by the way, you know how you said she wasn't spawning the bubbles for uh-huh. you? Yeah. If you hit her quick enough, like with the homing weapon... She she's stunned the whole time and can't spawn any bubbles. Ah, so I must have like not hit hit her quick enough in the first couple times. Yeah, like the second time she managed to pop off a bubble once. Because I just kept hitting her. I kept timing it right. The more you know. Cool. <laughs> so that's the way. Okay, that's a good strategy that's for that extremely boss. Extremely good to know though. And then level nine starts with the little mini boss. It's almost like a one-headed Cerberus. Uh, Classic dragon. Japanese dragon. Yeah, but he's got legs. So I don't know. And it's mm-hmm. behind, there's like a fire in the back. So I don't know if it's like, I don't know. That one took me a long time to figure out its pattern. Because pretty me, much as soon too. as it shows up, you almost have to like back away from it. Uh, Super ghouls and ghost style and jump over. No, he's pretty tough at first. Yeah. I and then I was like, I went from barely being able to hit him to like being able to hit off like and hit it three times with charge shots. With okay. charge shots. I'm shot. in the shaft. You are definitely you, you're you're getting the shaft right now. I'm getting the shaft oh, as we speak. Oh shit! <laughs> Good luck because that one right there. It depends on how uh, spot on uh, your controls I are because I fall a million times in that one. And level nine is actually the one with the construction hat Mega Man guys. So if any of you guys play it, be on the lookout for them there. There's a cool drill boss though. I thought he was awesome. He's just like this huge drill that you have to like avoid. And- mm-hmm. It kind of, like, comes toward the ground, and it's pretty badass. That's another, like, Mega Man-style boss, those huge sprites, you know? hmm Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then after that, you fight the, the big boy that Jeff was talking about. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Garamos. Yeah, the, the big drill um, the big drill guy that you're talking about, Kyle, is actually the head of the giant robot that you scale up during that, that second part of the level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's basically you have four scrolling at that point and it's going left to right and, and slowly going up because the spikes are falling down. There's enemies coming at you and you basically have to shoot and know when to jump over the others. It's, it's very interesting. Level three is like a water level, like a like a Mario three water stage. Did yeah. 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 <laughs> I always hate water stages, but I didn't mind that one. Well, you weren't swimming in this one, I which I think helped. It was he more like Mega Man. Slow down. Yeah. It was a different mechanic. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like Mega Man where you get a little bit of uh, it's a little slower moving but the jumping You can is jump high. higher. Yeah. Yeah, that was it the trade-off was better where in Mario you're just swimming so slowly it's aggravating. And, and until in Mario 3 you get the frog suit. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> then it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> but but yeah, like so that's another um parallel to the Mega Man series that was underwater jumping. Yeah, and they had the the little sparky guys in that level like that Mario 2 has that like circle the mm-hmm. platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, there were also like Koopa Troopa looking turtle guys. Was that in level 2 maybe? Mm, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure which yeah. level, but I do but, recall. Like, it was like the minecart section. 
Yeah. Which is like little Koopa Troopa green Mario turtle. Yes, yes, when you're going down the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I was I was thinking like you have so many things to like make as far as horror fun, you know, like parody goes, why do you need to like make a turtle from Mario? I don't know. Or if it's a joke. Should be noted though that the roller coaster was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was, was cool. That was really neat. I wouldn't share about that at first, but no. it was fun. There, there's so many aspects of the game, though, that were, like, fun to do. Um, near the end, it started to become a, a chore because it, the level started to get a little bit more difficult. But... Yeah, it's a long haul. Yeah. I mean, this sure. is an 8-bit game. It yeah. has to be hard. Uh, I expected it to be harder, but it, it ramped up quite a bit. Um, it didn't uh, affect my enjoyment as much as I thought it would, so that's good. Because the second time I went and played it, it was much easier than the first time. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the, which is what I ran into. the The goal of these homework games isn't to treat it like homework and do it last minute. <laughs> it's oh, it's sorry, to, it's sorry. to play this game like it's our only rental for the week. That's the thing. So like, all other games don't exist. I waste a lot of money on my rentals. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're treating it like I treated homework in college. You just wait until the last second, and cram. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I always did it. But um, but no, like homework right now. But basically, our our idea was is that we're going to use it like it's our only game that we have for a rental. So that way we're like forced to quote unquote get good. But the thing is though is that I mean I was playing other games too during this time. Well, it's kind of hard when you have a you know a YouTube channel and you're trying to (laughs) also produce other videos and content. I I really can't just stick to one game. Well, there's, there's something cool about you playing it right now, even just just because it's like live. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know, and we're talking about it. It's just cool. Like, so if something yeah. happens, you can like just mention it. You know, the fourth stage though is kind of like your classic ice world. Yeah, like your Mario um, three level five, right or six? Yeah, six. I hate ice worlds just because you slip and slide around. Is it six level six? In Mario, In Mario yeah. Mario two yeah, or Mario three? Mario 3. Mario 2, it's level 4. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't level 6 in Mario 2. Mario 3, I think it's level... Oh, yeah, it's 6, because 5 is the Sky World. Yeah, it is 6. Um, Yeah, definitely the, the slipping, it changes the mechanic of it. It wasn't as drastic as um, other games make it, though. No. No, but, not, but not, it was still... Not in this particular so, game. So, so basically, though, Kid Dracula definitely hits every stereotypical platformer uh, trope. For sure, like it has your water level, it has your ice level, it has your, you know, flying level, it has everything you could, like, even space and stuff that other games don't hit. Yeah, and the, the fifth level is like a city, like, stage level. They're also uh-huh. be on the lookout for the Donkey Kong clones. Yep, yep, right at the yeah. top. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think that has to go with the, the parody aspect, is that they're yeah, just parodying other Nintendo games at that point. Yeah, that's what I would say. Kind of makes sense, actually, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool, though. Um, yeah, so you had your skyscraper level, and then you jump down a, a shaft into the um, subway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The force scrolling on the subway. Very interesting version. I thought that found that part pretty easy, though. But I think I had to repeat it for some reason. I can't remember why. Maybe I just didn't get past the oh no i failed the quiz the first time <laughs> oh, oh wow yeah so what happens because i had all the answers you lose a life and repeat the level oh i just i just knew the answers 
Yeah, so I was playing the actual <laughs> Famicom. I was playing the Famicom card. Well, I was asking some pretty console. easy stuff. It was all Japanese for me. Okay. I think I was like half paying attention, and the the computer answered before me on on the first two, and then like I missed, yeah, like w- like two mo- like one more or something, and I lost because <laughs> I think like the fifth question was tough. Okay, and then it just starts you back like you lost a life. Yep. Yeah, you just basically mm-hmm. start over, and then I just went on Wikipedia and it's like, oh, okay, so it's like BCC or something. <laughs> you know, before I yeah. forget, the skyscraper level also reminds me a lot of uh, Gargoyles Quest too. Oh, I love that game, by the way. Mm. Yeah, it's a good game. Oh, that's another amazing. one. One day I need to beat that. It's a bucket list game for me. Well, Gargoyles Quest two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, part one is well, yeah. Actually, the first one's on Game Boy, so yeah. <laughs> part one is actually in my Hidden Gems book that's coming out. So I love part oh. one. Yeah, part one's strange. But it's funny to note he's actually green on the cover of the game. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird art- oh, artistic liberties that they took with that box art because even though he's a red Aramer, but okay. you know what it is. <laughs> game Boy's you know green and whatever. The mm-hmm. artist probably didn't see anything other than the screenshots. Yeah, he didn't know about the, the ghouls and ghosts, ghosts and goblins origins. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, believe it. Just weird stuff. They're like, "Hey, just draw this cover." It's the same thing with the uh, the guy from Hell that drew the Kirby for Game Boy. Like, it's supposed to be pink, <laughs> and drew, yeah. right. drew him as white. All right, you know. Yeah. Well, like, that reminds me when I was doing the last the podcast video, um, when I got the clip for uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, I saw a Firebrand as one of the enemies. I thought that was funny. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for doing that video, too. That's oh, amazing. I was Thank like, because we, we would be talking about <laughs> something and then you would see it like perfectly on the screen. Oh, yeah. It was like ridiculous <laughs> to the point where now you set a standard that we can no longer go back from. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Damn it. And then I go, how long did that take you to do, uh, Dara? And you're like, you told me the hours and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh I think I think that took like seven hours. Oh my gosh! Shit. I, I'm trying to think of ways that we could possibly streamline it. I'm like, I could record the video, but then if I record the video playthrough, how are we going to share that? <laughs> yeah, you're going to spend just as much time uploading and downloading. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's yeah. as long as you're having a good time. It's like me playing with the audio. Like, I, yeah, as, no, I love doing it. Yeah, as exactly. long as you're having a good time. I like editing. Editing yes. is fun. Yeah. I don't know how geeky that sounds, but editing is fun. No, no, video editing is awesome. It's yeah. one of my passions. It's just, I, I don't know, it's weird. The, the one cool thing about video editing is, like, just being able to put your own, like, style on a video. And, I mean, it's cool, but the, I wish I had more time for it. Once I have you get a good, it gets... Re- <laughs> yeah, the time is really the problem. Well, once you get good, it gets fun, though, because you can play around. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, what the fuck are with these rocket ships? <laughs> Good luck. You'll need it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this might be the end of this. So yeah. I, I was thinking, like, I was hoping the ending would be, like, it'd be funny if you fought, like, a Belmont or something, right? Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, like a little super deformed Simon Belmont. Yeah, the the oh, only super deformed yeah. Simon Belmont was from YY2. Yes, I was thinking, like, that sprite. Yeah. Something exactly. like that, yeah. Because he wasn't in the he was in the first YY world, but in the second one he was like super deformed, along with uh you know Bill from Contra. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Bill Bill Riser. 
Bill Reiser. <laughs> we almost need to play a YY for freaking homework sometime. Yeah, speaking of YY, the Moy. Why? Uh, the Easter Island uh, Moy Head. Mm-hmm. There, there's a Moy Head game for Famicom. And it's a platformer puzzle game. Yeah, Moikun. It's really cool. It, it's actually extremely awesome, and yeah, the the puzzle yeah. aspects. It, it's not a, a typical platformer, so it's pretty interesting. It might be one that if you ever get a copy of it, we'll have to tackle it. My thumb hurts. What's what's the update, Daria? <laughs> yeah, what is the update? Sounds like she's about <laughs> I'm to. I'm still quit. on this fucking skyscraper. Oh. <laughs> my thumb is sore from holding down the uh, power up attack button while I jump. <laughs> So I stay, like, supercharged while I do the jumps, and then when I see an enemy, I can hit the homing attack on him. Very true. jumping. Okay, cool. That reminds me, like, when you guys play Mario, like, I always have to hold down, like, the run button. Like, mm-hmm. do you guys have that? Absolutely. I can't, like, not do it. No, you gotta run through it Sonic style. It's like my, my hand like needs to like have it pushed down. It's really weird. Even games where you don't run, I always yeah. push down the button. Yeah. Well, I was doing that in Splatterhouse because uh, Rick moves so slowly. I was instinctually just holding down a phantom run button. <laughs> Maybe if you hold it just harder, you know, just hard enough. It'll go it was a just making faster. me matter. It was not helping yeah. at all. <laughs> I was not helping. Pressure sensitive running. <laughs> <laughs> Only the jumping. Hilariousness. So, yeah, I guess uh, it's about time for the grade. We're approaching the hour here. Yeah, we yeah. should definitely grade Kid Dracula. <laughs> I enjoyed the game thoroughly. I did beat it. It was a pain in my ass to beat that M boss. Yeah, it's a tough one to beat, but it's definitely doable. I did not beat it in my first playthrough either. So I did not my first. No. Um, it was my second, but cause I only played it twice. But, um, I mean, I could have easily not beaten that end boss because he was tough. <laughs> um, so the graphics in Kid Dracula are cartoony, um, fit everything. You have all the little aspects of different styles of levels. Um, you get multiple different power-ups. Difficulty wraps up at a reasonable level. Um, it's not mm-hmm. so easy that you can beat it in your first time. That's a good thing. If, yeah, if I if I bought a game if mm-hmm. I bought a game back in the day and could beat it in one sitting, I get pissed off. It becomes beer. Well, yeah, that was considered a, a bad thing because yeah. I mean games are expensive. Yeah, your parents just spent like fifty bucks on that shit. Yeah, it becomes the classic VGBS beer slinger that you. I sit there and get a game, <laughs> a homebrew, and I beat it the first time through flawlessly, and I'm like, all right, there's no scores. I'm done with it. that's the worst yeah and that that would be if it was too easy i would have docked it points uh the fact that it's super hard at the end i was able to you know painstakingly get through it i can't dock any points on it um the music is interesting i liked it did what about you guys we didn't really talk about the music at all it's fun uh it was cute a little bit happy happy and thinking it was cute yeah uh Upbeat. Sadly, I don't know any of the music scores after the uh, fifth level. Yeah, because I'm playing, I have it muted. But there, a lot of them, it, it used the Castlevania scale and kind of twisted it into like a carnival esque. Yeah, fun, made happy, it made it happy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, was nothing wrong with it. it. It fit the the brightness of the game, like the colorful sprites and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I really, I can't find anything in the game to dock points on. 
I can't either, dude. I vindictively want to dock points for this mine, this elevator shaft, but <laughs> that is just not fair. <laughs> but no, I would say I would definitely give this an A. Hey, oh, here's the thing, though, is I definitely died like 20 times going up the elevator shaft the first time. Coming back to it a second time with the code, I was able to get through it the second time. Okay, so you got the pattern. Yeah. I think my thumbs are just higher. There's, um, I'm just fucking up. There's, there's definitely that. And then there's also, like, the randomness of the missiles that come up halfway through that can hit you with their debris if you're too close. Um, and there, after that point, there's one jump that if you don't jump a little bit later than you're used to, you'll miss it and fall. Um, and that's okay. the two traps that I found in that shaft. And if you can get past those two, like, you're good. <laughs> So it's definitely interesting, though. Um, but yeah, I, I would say it's solid A for sure. I don't know if I would go A+. Plus. I don't know why I wouldn't go A+. Plus, but Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a better platformer. Um, Spider-House. Spider like a Famicom <laughs> exclusive. Spider-House. Uh, I, I would, mean, it's... I would say I, it, I enjoyed Spider-House. It's funner for more. me. It's funner for me. Programming-wise, it's on par. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splatterhouse is funner. I don't know if that's just me, though. I'm being cautious of giving it an A, just because I, I feel like I don't have the the background in platformers to really fairly compare it. So it seems like a good game, but I'm going to be safe and just say A and not A+. Yeah, we have a pretty diverse and vast background in platformers. Um, yeah. It's just an A+, has to be best of the best. And I don't know if it's quite there um yeah we can't just throw around a plus has to yeah be like, and that's yeah that's why i don't want to say but it definitely is a very fun game it's very well made i think i'll have to stick with the eight yeah i, I wouldn't i says. wouldn't even knock a, a minus onto it i i almost think that no, all grades no. started an a and it has to earn the plus yeah i like that it has exactly. to, it has to do something so amazing and push the limits somewhere or affect us somehow emotionally or do something to bring that plus upon us. Like Splatterhouse definitely okay. earned, earned its plus. Super yeah. gem. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, so a game for freaking kid Dracula, highly recommended. Um, definitely an awesome little fun Halloween treat. Um, this episode will go up likely after Halloween since Halloween is next weekend. Um, and we're yeah. we're always typically a few recording a few episodes back because that's just the the way the cookie crumbles, right? Everything's like Halloween for us anyway. We have lives. Hell yeah! Sorry, sorry, we have lives. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'll be watching watching horror movies all all week. It's gonna be great. It's just like another day. Another I gotta day. make my son's Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my daughter's changed her mind a million times on what she wanted to be for Halloween this year. Um, and I think it's going to be Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. Okay. She's random like that. She will pick something obscure. So I'll put together a princess. She was Princess Peach last year. So Well, he's going to be, uh, my son's going to be Toon Link. Nice. Oh, cool. From yeah. the GameCube one. Um, what's it called? Uh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I got to play that game, by the way. I got to get that game. <laughs> I was gonna That's say. A good game. I was gonna say you're not dressing them up as Toon Link from the Triforce Heroes and putting a Princess Zelda dress on them, are you? 
No. <laughs> and when you see that now, you're going to be like, oh, why? If he was old enough and was like, I want to wear the dress, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to tell you no, but he's two. I'm not going to subject him to <laughs> any sort of bullshit on my part. <laughs> did they have like link costumes or did you make it? or how? I'm going to make it. Oh, cool. About the fabric. That's always, that's always funner. Like super, to have a whole yeah. I, you know, what, growing up, I never had store bought costumes. My mom always made mine. Yeah, my mom would always make them, and I was always like, I growing up, I was really big into horror movies. Oh yeah. Um, always so I always wanted to be something scary, and that's not. I mean, I don't know the the stuff they had in the store was always really cheap. Those stupid plastic masks and. Yeah, they they didn't get good uh, kind of like garbage bag later. printed costumes. It's like no, this is awful. Oh, I know what you're talking about a piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was that was that was 80s and early 90s Halloween costumes. Was the costume in a bag <laughs> for <was> sure? Awful. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't until later that you actually saw any kind of extravagant ones, and I even think nowadays it's still limited on the good quality ones that you see. They're def- yeah, they're definitely not good quality. They're made to last a night. Yeah, in the basically. Dark. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, generally. I, th- I think we're actually this year going to a Halloween party after trick-or-treating, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> It'll be crazy. I think uh, I'm dressing as Jason Voorhees as I do every year since I have a Part 3 replica mask. And um, I think the wife is doing Mrs. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, I found an Sweet. actual Freddy Krueger sweater like at a like a second avenue resale store so that's cool i have one it's not actually his sweater but it was it's kind of like purple and green stripes it was target was selling them for a while nice they sell different colors but one of them would just happen to be kind of the freddy krueger it was like oh mine (laughs) (laughs) mine (laughs) because the party that i'm gonna go to um and it sucks that jeff i'm not going to the same one Cause I'm gonna go as a Camp Crystal Lake counselor. They have those shirts you can buy online. They're like nine bucks, and it just says like Camp Counselor, and it's like a mm-hmm. Crystal Lake thing. And then they have a hat that has a Camp Crystal Lake on it. Nice. So I could have been like your victim. Should, should make a make Kyle a T-shirt that says "Lazy Man's Costume" on the shirt. And that's all it says. <laughs> they sell those everywhere. That's not even clever. That'd be awesome. My dad has one of those. It'd be cool to be the camp counselor and have like an arrow through your head, or you know how they had that gag. Yes. That yeah. Oh, you <laughs> definitely like have that. to do something because you you can't be alive. Right, you're you're dead. You got killed by Jason, so it's like that's the fun of it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake, what was ironic was is um last week was my uh, birthday week, and it's usually a time where I avoid Facebook because your Facebook wall blows up with a bunch of posts from people who don't talk to you all year. And they post oh, yeah. on your Facebook the announcement. Um, the coolest thing, though, is that Adrian King said happy birthday. The very first survivor. Alice. That's oh, wow. Alice in part one and two. She's the very first survivor, yeah. Yeah, in part she one. dies and the second one right at the beginning yeah she, she does like crystal like wine or something now but yeah. um <laughs> yeah she's in her own okay she, wine business. she makes wine um but yeah it was really cool though i got actually adrian king took the time out of her day to say happy birthday to some to some random schmuck author <laughs> it's pretty cool Talking about people who don't bother to talk to you all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she definitely 
doesn't. I've never talked to her. (laughs) (laughs) She must have saw you on a Crystal Lake, like, club or something. Probably. It's probably something. I mean, well, because how Facebook works is that it it promotes social media. So when it's people that's on your friends list's birthday, it pops up on the top of your throat and says, here's birthday. You can actually just type it in happy birthday there and you don't have to visit Which means that I'm extra bitchy because I always close those. And you don't even have to visit those somebody's I'm a somebody's horrible person. Page. I never wish anyone happy birthday on Facebook. It's fine. I it's it, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, though, Kyle, is that it's so closed off and so zombified that you don't even have to take the two seconds to visit their page and tell them happy birthday anymore. You can just do it from the update screen. You just have a button that auto auto types it. Yeah. Wish happy birthday. Yes or no. Yeah. It's, it's like Facebook is such an addiction now. I, I don't blame you Kyle yeah, for being it's like, like, a, like addiction. It yeah. Is. I don't give people birthdays because I don't wish people birthdays because I don't have an account. I don't <laughs> use Facebook for like uh, in real life in uh, socialization anymore. I use it purely for like another gaming forum. Networking. That's what Jeff yeah. most well, and it's actually cool because my ma can see what Jeff's doing, so it's way for family. Yeah. Well, I buy a lot of. Uh, I've I probably buy more games through Facebook now than I do on forums. Yeah, and even eBay. It's it's definitely a good social media tool. I mean, it really is. Yeah, definitely yeah. not going to like do whatever the fuck you want, right? Well, I mean, and since I actually don't live near family, I move all around. It's a it's a good way to for them to cyber stalk me. It's <laughs> I mean, because yeah, they don't keep in touch. Well, I, I have t- I have two accounts. I have one account for family that I haven't logged into in two months, yeah. and my other account for everyone else I talk to. See, see, that was the same reasoning behind me just eliminating, is I had like three YouTube accounts that I had going, VGBS one, the One Life Life one, and then like my classic one. And I'm like, I was talking with Kyle and I'm like, I need to just delete two of these because, or just stop posting on two of these because I don't have, I can't keep that all straight. And it's like, am I really going to be able to build three accounts now? It gets out of hand, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so then I just went on my old, old one and just started publishing it all on there because it's so much easier and then i have all the history purely so when um like my aunt or my husband's aunt sends me a friend's request i don't insult them by saying no (laughs) i say yes it's a dummy account it doesn't do anything but hey i'm on your friends list (laughs) yeah there's certain people in my in our family that my mom's like i'm not accepting that and she's offended some people Nice. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty crazy people in our family, you know, like uh, no. Jeff knows. Everyone has crazy people in their family. Yeah, you know. Speaking of uh, crazy people and crazy family, um, I am now a great godfather. Or a god-grandfather, or however you want to put it. <laughs> How would you put it? Yeah, great godfather sounds cool. I like that. Yeah, the great godfather. Yeah, because my, uh, my goddaughter, Nicole, which is my niece, she just had her baby today. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> In wow. the it's... in the quote unquote future, because Back to the Future happened yesterday. How old is she now? Twenty <laughs> something. Yeah, she's in her twenties. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get out there for um, Thanksgiving though, because I haven't even seen my brother's last two kids since they were. I mean, and one's a year older than my daughter, so she's four. I haven't seen my brother in like five years. So I, they I, have a ton of kids, like five or six. Maybe five, six. They have five kids and one grandkid. <laughs> like my brother. I went to visit him two years ago, and the last time I'd seen him was his oldest was a baby, and his oldest is now, you know, 15, 16. Holy shit. 
and he's had six now. Oh man! <laughs> so, <laughs> Racking them up. <laughs> I, I say on my my side, they had a litter. <laughs> yeah, yeah a litter. He, he has a brood. Brood, there we go. That's a cool. brood. Hell yeah! <laughs> so uh, we probably <laughs> should uh, wrap up this recording. Um, so yeah. what we'll do is uh, thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. Um, as always, we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at vgbspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. It is 262264BGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text message. Um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right. See you later. Woo. Later. Later.